Hey, what's up, you guys? So it's been a bit, right? We haven't recorded a, a podcast because life has just changed so much, and we're barely getting our footing ourselves. So I was thinking the other day, it's time to get the update out there and uh, restart the Why Not You podcast. Super excited! Shout out to everybody that supported us, uh, and we were doing a relaunch and rebranding. You hear our actually our new addition right here, uh, which is one of the biggest things that's actually happened since. The last podcast so it is now 2023 and we had a big life change so we actually had our first little one our daughter marley at the time of this she's nine months she came at the tail end of 2022 and it's been a big life changer and uh wanted to update you guys like how do we add this into our business that we run together how do we add this into our marriage how do we add this into our fitness life right staying healthy and uh you know make it work And it's never going to be perfect, but I will say there's some things we've learned along the way that I think can definitely serve you in your busy lifestyle. So let's start with number one. How did we add this around our fitness lifestyle? So Roxy uh, gained how many pounds during the pregnancy? 23, excuse me, 23 to 24. About 23 to 24 pounds. That's it. And Marley was actually about seven and a half pounds. So she did really great, really took really good care of herself. And then within about eight weeks postpartum, I was back to her pre-pregnancy weight. Now, it's not a race, right? You don't have to get there really fast. But I think that is going to show you how much um, you can take on before and after uh, bringing in a little one to really set yourself up to not have it like totally derail everything. So what would you say that are some things you did before, during and after uh, that really helped you with that journey of bringing Marley into the world. What's up, you guys? All right, so biggest things and the big thing that I did before, during, and after my pregnancy was to really watch and take care of myself through my eating. And for example, one of the biggest things for me during pregnancy, you know, and this is just my, you know, perspective, my my story, my journey. However, whenever I was pregnant, one of the biggest things for me is that I didn't use my pregnancy as an excuse to a everything under the books, right? I literally, for me, one of the things that I thought about was like, I'm literally growing a human being. So if I'm growing a human being, wouldn't it be in my best interest to give her the best of foods that I possibly can versus just going with like, hey, I'm craving this, so I'm going to go ahead and have that, right? Especially when it doesn't have that nutritional value. It doesn't have uh, the things that are going to support her in the building blocks of, you know, her growing healthy and strong. So for me during my pregnancy, I still kept a lot of my previous habits, which were exercising, which were having my good quality meals, six and a half days a week. And then with that one treat meal, And even my treat meals, majority of my treat meals that I did have, I did make them here at home. So those are, that's like the biggest thing that I believe made the biggest difference in my pregnancy with as far as like not gaining crazy amounts of weight. Um, And then even my postpartum, postpartum, it was, it was rather much the same. And I think that's why I was able to get back to my pre-pregnancy weight right after um, within two months was because again, I was just focused on what I was fueling my body. I was, I was breastfeeding. So again, I was really focused on 
eating good foods that were going to nourish me, that were going to nourish my baby. And I think that once, like maybe you're pregnant right now, or maybe you're thinking about it, but one of the biggest things that will make a difference for you um, is just remembering that, like I'm growing a human being. If I'm growing a human being, what building blocks do I want to give this this baby with the foods that I eat? So that's, I believe, the biggest difference for me. Yeah, awesome. And what I see, because uh, we work with a lot of moms, we work with a lot of, uh, you know, People on their health journey, either that are wanting to get pregnant or that, you know, are in their postpartum journey or even during their pregnancy. And one thing I've seen from moms is that they frequently experience this kind of uh, journey. So during the pregnancy, they start to get some food aversions. They're not wanting protein as much. Uh, they're craving uh, things that they usually don't. And with that decrease in protein and that increase in other things, like it could be high sugars, it could be high salty food. Um, you're losing muscle now because you're not getting the protein in. So they're losing muscle. They're also usually not as active. Uh, they tend to take off the gym. They tend to take off the activity. So you're double decreasing uh, muscle. And muscle is like gold. Muscle is your powerhouse. Muscle determines how many calories you burn. Muscle determines how strong your structure is. Muscle even helps with your immunity and even fighting cancers. Um, so they go through this journey. And then right after, they're finding it harder to snap back because their metabolism is way lower now because they lost a lot of that muscle. So one thing that Roxy did was she stayed on her nutrition program. You know, we use the Herbalife products. She stayed in the gym, literally uh, like up until the baby came. Not crazy movements, but just staying active. And then uh, how was it? Walk. We walked a lot. We and then lot. that helped her keep a lot of her muscle which was key for the postpartum journey to keep that metabolism. And, and then how, how often, how quickly after did you start? And what was like your post-pregnancy? Uh, post like, how did you get back into being active? Okay. And um, just like with Aubrey mentioned, the food aversions, I did, uh, real quick, I did have food aversions in my very first trimester. It was crazy. But one of the things that I'm so grateful for that I did not have aversions with was my Herbalife shakes. And honestly, it just made the biggest of difference just being able to have that shake when I didn't necessarily want any kind of food because it would just, you know, send me to, to the bathroom um, nauseated. So for me, the shakes played a huge role and a huge impact um, in my in my pregnancy and then of course postpartum as well and for me right one of the things that I focused on uh, as very early on and it wasn't anything excessive it wasn't anything crazy um, I started core deep core exercises at around four weeks postpartum now of course everybody's body is different I was already physically active before my pregnancy um, so for me, I just found it suit to go ahead and start just to do some uh, core exercises that would help me with bringing in those those muscles. Um, and then afterwards, once I got cleared at like six weeks, that's when I started to work out. And when I started to work out, it wasn't anything crazy like I was doing. Um, even before I got pregnant, as far as weight goes, I started with body weight. And then from there, I started to gradually increase the weight very lightly. And then, of course, you know, now I'm nine months postpartum and I'm back to feeling strong. I've, I've, I've regained my muscle because even muscle is lost postpartum. Um, however, again, the biggest 
factor in, in everything is going to be your nutrition. And of course, getting active. And, and one of the things for us too, we're very active within, you know, going out for walks. And that's another thing that I did do even before I got cleared uh, to work out was that we would get out for walks. And just to get those walks in made such a big difference, not only for my physical, but also for my mental health. Yeah, for sure. Walking, uh, because you know, you walk every day. So that's not something you necessarily need to be uh, like lifting weights to do or clear to lift weights, like just getting out and walking, especially outdoors, is really going to be helpful uh, to be in that nature and to be um, and to be out in the sunshine, things like that, and with your family. Yes. And then the next thing, so we, we, we she shared kind of like the before, the during, and the after. Now let's get into how we adjusted right our relationship uh, and then how that worked around adding a new addition. So for Roxy and I, we were actually together for almost eight years prior to Marley coming in. So we had a good foundation before. And I think that was key. Uh, you might or might not have had that time before, but one thing was like, I didn't quite see it, but now I could see it now is that the relationship changes. The time changes. The uh, requirements of the day change. Um, you know, your responsibilities change. So many things change. And then from there, if you're not aware of it, you can uh, like feel lost in the sauce, you know? And there was times where it was like a challenge for us. Like we don't feel like we have any time for each other. We don't feel like we have any time for ourselves uh, because a, a, a kid is a big responsibility. So I'll say a few of the things that we did and I have Roxy share is number one, we had to get on a schedule. So getting on a schedule to know what was gonna come up and now that schedule prioritized Marley. So what was Marley's schedule gonna be like and how were we gonna fit around that? And then how are we going to optimize what we needed to do? Maybe that we used to do together. Now we might have to take care of it individually for the time being as Marley is a little bit more care intensive. So for example, you know, we have two dogs. Maybe one person needs to take them out now instead of both of us. You know, maybe one person has to do the cooking and the cleaning instead of both of us. Uh, you know, we run a business together. So one person has to run the business while the other person is taking care of Marley. It was like a, like a teamwork and each position had their focus. Uh, because we needed four hands to work instead of, you know, two hands together. So I think that was a big thing for us. And also understanding it was a season. It wasn't going to be like that forever. But we had to work through the season when, you know, our, our little one was the most need intensive, meaning going to sleep, meaning naps, meaning diaper changes, meaning holding. Understanding it's not going to be forever, but it is a season. For you, what do you think are some things that helped? Uh, the biggest things that helped was, you know, Splitting up the load work, just like Aubrey mentioned, splitting up the load work made the biggest difference. And knowing that although splitting the load work, every, like, both of us had, like, a very important role inside of what we were doing. And what I mean by that is, like, for example, for me, and then I want you to even maybe mention, like, what was the biggest challenge? Mm -hmm. Marley, Marley wants Marley, to take over. Do you think you're on the podcast now? Um, so for me, one of the bigger challenges that I had postpartum was that a lot of like my identity, a lot of my self-worth came from, uh, everything that I, that I would do inside of business, you know, like Aubrey mentioned for us, we were together for eight years before we had Marley. So in those eight years, we've really just, you know, have been working on ourselves. We've been working on our business, growing ourselves, growing our business. And all of those things that whenever, when, when Marley came, it was like, for me, it was like, oh my gosh, it was like this huge, like almost like 
reality shock because I no longer was able to do a lot of the things that I did before because now, you know, as a mom and then not as a mom who was also breastfeeding and pumping, like that was taking the majority of my time, you know? So for me, the biggest challenge was that and finding my new identity, you know, because now I just wasn't Roxy. Like now I'm, I, I'm a mom, I'm a mom and, but I'm also Roxy. And it was just finding that and just knowing that I did bring value inside of my role of being a new mom while Aubrey took care of a lot of the things in, inside of our business. Yeah, I think one of the biggest challenges was just, to be honest, the time uh, the time crunch. You know, it felt like every few minutes it was time for a diaper change. Every few minutes it was time for a bottle. Every few minutes. And this was on top of what felt like already a pretty packed schedule before Marley. It's not like we were sitting on the couch doing nothing all day. We were pretty active people. So I think that was one of the biggest challenges. And then also realizing like that things have changed, right? Now we do have a child. Now our time is different. Like that's an unchangeable shift. I think that was something just to come to, to, to peace with and understand this next journey. But to be honest, one of the things that helped me is I had so many people tell me is like, you're going to miss this time enjoy this time and i i knew i would have so many parents be like man it passes by so fast my kids are already teenagers my kids are already out the house so i think for me that gave me that enjoy this time there's going to be a time when you look back and you wish you could you know sleep with her next to you you wish you could cuddle with her you wish you could give her baths stuff like that so i think that was a big um just eye opener of understanding that yes this time is challenging but also this time is this time is precious and don't take it for granted because if I'm just trying to rush through it, uh, I could miss a lot of these moments. So I think that was a big thing. So the last thing is how did we shift in our business? So we do have our business. We've been in business over 10 years now. Uh, we were able to reach the top 1% of our company in Herbalife. And uh, you know, Marley came and it was a change because now we do have a nutrition bar, right? So we have a brick and mortar location. We have our online challenges business. We have an online business training, right? Uh, so some of the biggest challenges with that, I'll let Roxy start off with because like she said, it was a big change in her kind of identity uh, and kind of like shifting that now going from being, you know, kind of like a woman with results, boss woman to now mom and boss mom. So how did that work for your business changes and challenges? So for the business changes now, now I'm in a, in a, in a much different space you know, from the early, like postpartum newborn phase. And I think the very, the biggest thing during the challenges is to just allow yourself and to give yourself some grace, you know, not to be so, so hard on yourself, not to be so tough on yourself and, and compare yourself to who you used to be, because now things are different and some of the things that did help, you know, now as Marley has gotten older is like now there is a schedule like with the newborn. It's just like it's like every two hours, like there's something to do. But as you know, she's gotten a little bit older. Right. The biggest thing that has helped is now having a schedule and through that schedule now is just like knowing what I'm going to do on those breaks of whenever she is, you know, napping in the evenings now, um, what I'm going to do whenever she does fall asleep. So I think that's been the biggest help and, and has helped 
helped us now like overcome those like early onset challenges um is is that and just i think the schedule is the biggest thing that's helped yeah the schedule i think is a big thing and then also like sitting down and you know it might not be the first thing that comes to your mind hey let's sit down and make a business plan but I think that really would have helped us if we would have done it earlier instead of assuming, hey, you're going to take this, you're going to take that. Like sitting down and say, hey, how are we going to split this up? What are you going to do? What am I going to do? How are we going to make this work? No, no role is better or worse than the other. It's just these are all the things that need to get done. Who's going to do it better and be more, you know, better at it to make it flow simpler and get the most out of our day. So I think that was key to really sit down and say, hey, you're going to take this on for the business. You're going to take this on for Marley. You're going to take this on for the family. You're going to take this on for the home. You're going to take like what are the roles? And I think that helps with clarity and with clarity helps with execution and the better execution, the more uh, results you get because there's not time wasted. in I thought you were going to do that or getting upset because we assume that, you know, I assume she was going to do that. It's like it's very clear. Hey, I'm going to take care of laundry. You're going to take care of diapers. I'm going to take care of dinner. You're going to take care of bottles. I'm going to take care of the business training. You're going to take care of the social media posts, like really, really clear on the roles so we can not have, you know, fuzziness in, in thinking who's doing what, but instead take that energy because energy is limited and time is limited. We can maximize it with execution, just doing it. Instead of waiting to see, are you going to do it? Are we going to talk about it? So I think that was one of the biggest things. And then I think also really understanding that you might need some help. Uh, and, you know, that might be a laundry service. That might be ordering meal prep. You know, that might be if you're not on, you know, Herbalife, <laughs> taking care of breakfast and dinner with two meals helps when you can shake it up or blend it up. It might be paying for somebody to clean the house. It might be, you know, hiring some help at your business, you know? So for us, we had extra help at our uh, nutrition bar at the time with family. So that helped. And then also we had extra help as far as like hiring some assistants. You know, we optimized and systematized some of our business tools, right? Like emails and text message campaigns, things that could get back some of that time. So really think about what are some things in your life that you can optimize or systematize or hire out, get some help, you know, Instacart, right? Uh, things like this uh, that are going to give you back an hour or two that maybe could make all the difference because maybe you feel like you didn't even have an hour or two to yourselves or to your relationship that could get that hour or two back. So I think that was really, really key. And then the last thing is also understand that we're not going to get it all done. It's not like if you get everything perfectly done today, that sets up the rest of your life. It's not like an end game, like a basketball game at the end of this buzzer. If I have enough things done, I won. It's a long-term game. It's a marathon. How can I continue to do these things in the best way, most optimized way possible and understanding every day, everything's not going to get done, but what are the most important things that are going to move the ball forward in my business today? right? Uh, that might be creating some uh, like really effective content. That might be you know, scheduling some, uh, some business appointments. That might be doing some critical follow-up. That might be working on your personal development and your mindset personally because we're the lid for our business. That might be uh, you know, taking care of our personal results. That might be uh, you know, making sure we're making that crucial business connection. What are the most, most, most important things and making sure those like, because what they say is the Pareto principle, 20% of the things we do create 80% of the results. So if we can make sure we're getting that top 20% done no matter what, and that other 80% that we do that only creates the 20% of the results, you know, we might miss out on that on some days because no day is going to be the perfect day. 
and understanding that, having grace with ourselves and having that patience in this season. Like I think even like this post-COVID, this postpartum, right? The, the COVID thing is a whole nother podcast, but understanding that this is a season, it's not going to be like this forever. And I think we get lost if we think that this is just how it is. It's going to be like this forever. I'm going to feel overwhelmed forever when it doesn't, it's not going to be like that. But if you think that you lose faith and then you stop altogether. So I think that was one of the biggest things. So what do you want to say to them as we're restarting this podcast journey uh, on this on this journey just to share tips on life, business, relationships, and family? Yeah, we're going to be sharing it all. And anything that you are excited or would like to hear, we would love to hear your feedback on what it is that you'd like for us to share about. For sure. So you can uh, you can message us at, at rocks.and.obs on Instagram or at roxy.mind.body on Instagram. And then also do us a huge, huge favor. Go ahead and rate this podcast. Go ahead and leave a review uh, because that helps us to help more people. We're super excited just to give tips and help you guys uh, on your journey with whatever we've learned on our journey and to help us all continue growing this season, all the seasons. So let's get it. The Why Not You podcast. Have a good one. Bye, y'all. Let's get it.